Exploring mental health and the human mind one episode at a time. This is the Positively Mental Podcast. From the Porter's 10Cast studio, here's professional counselor Lance Godey. Good day, everyone. I'm Lance Godey here in the Porter's 10Cast studio, and this is Positively Mental. I would like to take this opportunity to welcome you to the second installment of this new podcast at 10Cast. And as my podcast name implies, with a little bit of humor involved in the title, I intend to focus on mental health from a positive perspective. So last week, I talked about World Mental Health Day, uh, a national recognition event whose focus is on suicide this year. So what are we talking about this week? Well, we are going to continue to to discuss the impacts of depression a bit um, because it's just that important. Uh, I think it's a a subject that we definitely want to spend as much time on as possible. Uh, But I also, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Red, I can't say it, uh, Red Ribbon Week. And if we have time, I'll have a bonus subject as well. Uh, But first, depression. How many of you out there have been depressed. And I'm not just talking about having a bad day, but I'm talking about more significant issues for weeks or even months at a time. So think about it for a moment and raise your hand, even if it's just a little bit, if you think, well, yeah, a few months, a few weeks, but I got out of it. So many people associate depression with feeling sad or down, but just like any other illness, it can be different for different people. According to the National Institute of Mental Health, these might include things like physical aches and pains, including digestive issues and headaches, fatigue and loss of energy, difficulty sleeping, loss of interest in hobbies or other activities that they previously enjoyed, feelings of hopelessness, anxiousness, restlessness, irritability or emptiness, feelings of guilt, worthlessness or helplessness, difficulty concentrating or remembering things or making decisions, changes in their appetite or weight, and that could be either both up or down, moving or talking more slowly, and ultimately thoughts of death or suicide. So the question really comes is what do you do about this? Well, let me ask you this. If you are sick, or say if you broke your arm, what would you do? Obviously, many would go to the doctor. Most would go to the doctor, especially for a broken arm. And that's great, but you do that for depression, too. If you are sick, you may just find something over the counter. Great. Maybe you would do that for depression, too. Some may ask or rely on their friends or family to get them out of the house and do something about the problem. Great. Do that for depression, too. If you are impressed, sorry, if you are depressed or think you might be depressed, dig deep and do something. But if you know someone that you think might be depressed, you should do something for them. Are they a friend or a family member? They might need you to do something because they just can't muster the strength to do it themselves. 
Help them however you can. Drive them to the doctor or the counselor's office. Take them on a drive. Talk to them and just ask them, Are you okay? No, really. Are you okay? And if you are really concerned, ask them, Do you feel like you could hurt yourself? And if they say yes, or you get the feeling that they are in danger, call a counselor, call the suicide prevention hotline, or call the police. But do something to help them. Last week we did talk about the phone number, uh, the suicide prevention hotline uh, number, and let me give you that number again. It's one 800 273 talk or that's 273-8255. You are not, and I really have to emphasize this, you are not increasing their chances of suicide. You are actually decreasing them. The key is do something if they can't. And if it's you and you can, do something. So this is a bit of a tangent, uh, but it stuck with me, um, and, and, and I want you to stick with me for a bit, because it's all going to make sense at the end. So I was listening to another podcast recently. Um, now that I'm doing podcasts, I, I listen to podcasts more and more, and uh, it was one on leadership and the environment or mood that is cultivated by the leaders in a business. And I really think it applies to not only depression or any other emotion for that matter, but to an even bigger issue of mood in a community. In Riverton, or maybe in your community if you're listening elsewhere, what mood are we cultivating in this community? What mood are you cultivating for yourself? Do you model a good mood, a positive mood, and then act on that mood in good directions? Is your mood supporting or sabotaging your life? What actions are you taking or are you prepared to take that just need a little nudge? That could head you down that positive direction. I would challenge my listeners to consider what mood are you committed to in your home, in your town, your work? Take a moment to analyze it. Make sure it is doing what you want, and if it is, great. But if it is not, what are you prepared to do to change it? If you don't think you can change it yourself, who are you willing to bring in for help? So think about that. Okay, so Red Ribbon Week. Um, Couldn't say it earlier, I'm going to say it again. Red Ribbon Week, and maybe this is a good good transition about mood and a commitment to change. Um, So Red Ribbon Week, uh, which is October 23rd through the 31st, so we're right in the middle of it. It's the nation's oldest and largest drug prevention awareness program. It was started after the death of a Drug Enforcement Administration special agent was killed Uh, His name was Enrique Camarena, uh, clear back in 1985, and he was killed while he was undercover investigating uh, drug and uh, drug and 
interdiction in Mexico. And after his death, people really uh, started wearing red ribbons to honor his sacrifice. Um, Today, millions of people celebrate Red Ribbon Week by wearing red ribbons, participating in community anti-drug events, and pledging to live drug-free lives. Uh, Here in our community, I know that the Fremont County Prevention uh, uh, Group, uh, who is headed by uh, Tana Groomsmith, is uh, actively involving uh, and doing some activities in this area. So, uh, you know, that, that is going on in our community. In many communities, the celebration has turned into a variety of activities implemented throughout this month. And they're meant to demonstrate the importance of making healthy and smart decisions throughout life so that your dreams and goals can be achieved. So, you know, they're, they're encouraging people to take pledges to uh, commit themselves to uh, drug-free, alcohol-free, living the life that you want to live. Uh, and, you know, that goes back to our, our discussion about, or my, my discussion about uh, being the change, you know, setting the mood that you want and reinforcing that. So I really want to challenge everybody to think about that uh, for, this, for this coming week as, uh, or next couple of weeks as well. So uh, another thing I mentioned, uh, bonus. Uh, so we're going to have the opportunity to do a little uh, bonus content here. October is National Bullying Prevention Month. Um, and I was reading about it um, and in kind of preparation for this podcast. And uh, there is an organization called the Steve Fund uh, that has a multiple focuses on uh, providing young people of color with the support they need to deal with the reality of bullying, cyberbullying, and all things related to that. And um, it just really made, it, made me think about our local community, um, you know, whether it's at school, whether it's out in the community. Uh, I, I, I think it's very uh, widespread and that there are acts uh, that are really fall into that bullying uh, area that we need to spend more time calling out, recognizing it as it is. But it's a barrier to mental health and emotional well-being for millions of young people, let alone the millions of uh, older people who, who struggle with and are afflicted with people who are bullying them, intimidating them. So research shows that it results in increased mental health issues like anxiety and depression and decreases academic achievement. For young people of color, the impact is even more severe. They experience racially charged bullying, such as racial harassment and hate speech. So when students of color are bullied, it is more likely to negatively impact their academic performance. There is also evidence that bullying can lead to higher incidences of risky behavior such as substance abuse. So something as what seems as simple as bullying can lead to such significant mental health issues such as anxiety and depression and ultimately addiction. What can you do? So a couple of the tips that the Steve Fund uh, recommends is to stand up, is to speak up. Always let someone know what's going on, whether it's uh, someone around you, if you're 
in a school environment, if it's in a family environment, at, at work, uh, whether it's your friends. Remember, the situation can, per, can persist for longer than you think before others may notice. So if you see it, say something. Then stay true to yourself. A strong sense of self will always act as a suit of armor for you. Build one by accepting yourself and knowing your own strengths. So, you know, it's, it's just one of those things to kind of keep in mind uh, in one of the areas of observance for the month of October. So, um, kind of coming to the end here, uh, I would like to uh, end my podcast, and I'm going to try to start doing this more. Uh, this is my second, as I've mentioned, and uh, really want to kind of have a theme at the end of, of my podcast. And one of the things I would like to do is challenge people, uh, take on a particular challenge for the coming couple weeks. Um, I hope to be doing these about every other week. Uh, and tie those to things that are going on either in the community, in the country, in the state, uh, however, you know, whether it's recognition, national recognitions, uh, but also some topics that come up uh, at particular times of the year. So my challenge today uh, for an action that you can take is based on what we have talked about. So this week, here is my challenge. Think about all of your friends your coworkers, or your family members. Pick one day in the coming week, and on that day, say something nice or positive to every single one of those people. Just one thing. Tell them they look nice. Tell them they mean a lot to you. Tell them you appreciate them. Thank them for the work that they do, whatever it is. Pick just one one day. But if you like the way it feels, and I really do think you will, do it again a few days later, and then again, and then again. You'll be amazed how it makes you feel, but you'll positively affect everyone else you speak to, and you'll make them feel great too. So I want to thank you again for listening. And if you know someone struggling with depression or is considering suicide, talk to them. Listen with an open mind and offer your support or call a professional. And for my next couple podcasts, I'm working on having some guests. I don't think you all want to just hear me talk all the time. So I am going to start bringing in some guests and have the opportunity to share back and forth on some particular areas that they are professionals at. So tune in for that, and let's all be positively mental out there.